Hello and welcome to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf, brought to you by the Whole Food Health Coach LLC, where we make your goals our goals and you're never alone on your wellness journey. Experience the information, inspiration, and collaboration of our coach in your corner program. My name is Stephanie Wolf. I'm a national board certified health and wellness coach and proud owner of the Whole Food Health Coach, now in its eighth year, and a four time winner of the Best of Gwinnett Award. Together with newly certified health coach Rachel Souza, we invite you to visit WholeFoodHealthCoach.com to set up your 60-minute healthy living assessment. Our award-winning three-phase program is changing lives. WorkWell is brought to you weekly and is dedicated to your personal and professional health and wellness. I offer examples of my own life, health, marriage, family, and business. I share my research, my opinion, my faith, and I hope to bring you so much compelling content, engaging challenges, practical body, soul, and spirit for your wellness journey that you will visit with us every week on WorkWell. WorkWell comes from my own personal desire to live long and strong with passion and purpose, die of old age, and help others to do the same. So now from living rooms to boardrooms via Business Radio X, you are listening to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf. So let's do this. If you've been listening on my podcast on a regular basis, you know that the theme is inspiration information. You're going to hear it a lot. And my goal is to fuel that excitement within you and generate some movement forward towards the healthier life I know you want for yourself. So encouraging you and challenging you is something I'm going to do week after week. But change something, improve something, let go of something, pick up something, start something, restart something. Whatever you need, only you know, but I'm here to help. So let's start with a funny story because it's what I love to do. This one is called The Parrot Story, Cold Lessons. A guy named David received a parrot for his birthday. The parrot was fully grown with a bad attitude and a worse vocabulary. Every other word was an expletive. Those that weren't expletives were, to say the least, rude. David tried hard to change the bird's attitude and was consistently and constantly saying polite words, playing soft music, anything that he could think of to try to set a good example. Nothing worked. He yelled at the bird and the bird yelled back, He shook the bird, and the bird just got more angry and more rude. Finally, in a moment of desperation, David put the parrot in the freezer. For a moment, he heard the bird squawk and kick and scream. Then suddenly there was quiet, not a sound for half a minute. David was frightened that he might have hurt the bird and quickly opened the freezer door. The parrot calmly stepped out onto David's extended arm and said, I believe I may have offended you with my rude language and actions. I will endeavor at once to correct my behavior. I really am truly sorry and I beg your forgiveness. David was astonished at the bird's change in attitude and was about to ask him what made the dramatic change in the parrot's attitude when the parrot continued. May I ask what the chicken did? <laughs> Very good. Good for a funny laugh. You, you don't 
grow old because you stop laughing is why we grow old. You don't grow old because of numbers. Don't ever stop laughing. I love stories that get my juices flowing, and that one was good for this time of year because we're going to be talking today about top 10 tips for a healthy holiday and life. So relieving stress at any time of year is worth the effort, but during the holidays with all the rush and hurry and expectations, reducing stress is even more important. Statistically speaking, people are more likely to feel their stress increase rather than decrease during the holidays. And let's see what we can do to change that. So tip number one, give the perfect gift. Finding the perfect gift can really be difficult since the people in our lives seem to have everything and what they don't have they can buy for themselves and often do before we get a chance to buy it for them. I'm guilty of that as well. And it may lower your stress to actually know these statistics. So here you go. 53.1% of people report to receiving unwanted gifts during Christmas. $16 billion is wasted on unwanted gifts every year. 18% of gifts are never used by the person who receives them. Think regifting. And 4% of them are immediately thrown into the trash. Is that shocking? But there is some good news as you search for the perfect gift this year. A review of six studies that I looked at were, ex I loved these studies, and I wish I had time to t tell you all about them, but the one thing that was consistent across all six of them was that the receivers, gift receivers, liked gifts better when they're companionized or shared with the gift giver. So these studies found that sharing the experience actually led to the gift recipient enjoying their gifts so much more and feeling so much closer to the gift giver. So buying tickets to the theater or experiencing a, a trip together or any of those kind of things that could be done uh, in tandem, companionized. And then with so many ways that we stress throughout the holiday seasons, this doesn't have to be one of them. Even the science proves that all your loved ones really want is you or time with you. So stress less and give more and more of you, basically, by sharing experiences and gifts that promote community and promote relationship. Puzzles. My husband and I love to do puzzles, so people give us puzzles and board games or cooking and dance classes, memory books. I like to do all kinds of those sort of things with people where it's gonna be meaningful to them later in life, like the calendars that I've done for my family. We have the Wolf family calendar where I've done 12 photos of our times together over the previous year and use that one photo for each of the 12 months or use a different photo for each of those 12 months throughout the year. It makes a great stocking stuffer and it brings us all, all nine of us actually joy for all 12 months of the year. So you can give the perfect gift this year if you know what the perfect gift is. And it's probably more about your presence, P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E, -E, than to those you love, more valuable actually than your presence, P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S. -E -E hey, 
Number two is budget your time and live within your means. Budget your time and live within your means. There are only so many hours in a day, only so much money available to spend, and only so much emotional energy in your tank. So you'll likely get many invitations to events and be asked to participate in a lot of giving opportunities. You can't do it all. We can't do it all. Choose wisely and choose early is what I say. Waiting until the last minute creates unnecessary and avoidable stress. So until you retire from your full-time job or become independently wealthy, then you may want to just do something good for your soul. It would do your soul good to budget your time as well as your money. Tip number three is place, or I'm sorry, pace yourself. Hurry is the enemy of self-care. So there's a little saying that I love. I feel like I'm already tired tomorrow. I feel like I'm already tired tomorrow. We live a life of a, at a frantic pace as it is. So don't do that to yourself throughout the holidays. Or you'll not only add to your stress, you may miss time with the most precious moments of the season or miss time with the precious people of the season that you're going to see that maybe you don't see all year long. We tend to rationalize our need for speed, but when we do, we run right past those that we love and sometimes run right over them in the process of getting things done for them. So I say slow down. If you fill every moment of every day with the incessant activity, then you may create chaos and insanity, not only for you, but for those around you. So take time and enjoy the people as well as the process. And you might need a pace car. I am a pace car um, for other people. And actually, my husband is the, one of the best pace cars for me. So you might need a pace car to kind of slow you down and remember that even the finest race cars need a pit stop. So slow down and take a break and refuel when you need to. Tip number four, know when you need to refuel, recharge, refresh, or reboot. You may want to attend all the parties and bake for all the neighbors and complete all the work prior to your days off and give to all the needy uh, groups and all the great organizations this time of year or shop for that perfect gift for everyone. But what people in your life really do not need or want is for you to be frazzled, fried, and fatigued. So you may love the adrenaline rush, but your body and soul is not all that fond of it. Plus, no one makes good decisions when they're frazzled, fried, or fatigued. Like I saying, the saying I love, which kind of rings in my ears on a regular basis when I'm feeling a little fried, is make, the, make a speech when you're angry and you'll make the greatest speech you'll ever regret. So keep an eye on that emotional gauge. Don't run on empty. So know when it's time to reboot. You know the trick. Turn it off. Turn it back on again. Take some time out. If you need to put yourself in time out, then just do that. My husband and I love football, and he reminded me once on a particularly frazzled day and that even the best players aren't on the field for every play. I love that. Even the best players aren't on the field for every play. So know when you need to refuel and recharge, refresh, or reboot. Number five Know what fills your emotional tank 
and fill it. Only you know when your tank is almost empty and only you know what fills your tank. So when you're feeling drained, how do you best recharge or refill? We're all different, so what works for one person may not work for others. So know yourself and take care of yourself. Step away when you need to. Think about that Google Earth view where you can draw yourself way out and take a look at the big picture. You get a different perspective there. And we need to do that on a regular basis, not just during the holidays, but all the time. And stepping outside, just getting a breath of fresh air, taking a quick walk, or just standing and doing some stretches, or go for a run if you've got time, or if you need to, take a nap, and that works for you. Probably not at work during the workday, but put yourself in time out as you need to. Read a chapter in your novel just to step away and get your tank filled back up again. Get a hug from your spouse or your child. FaceTime with your grandkids or your kids. I love doing that with my grandkids. It just makes my day when I can see their face. And make a quick phone call. I say it right now. Call your mom. Call your dad, your aunt, your uncle, your grandparents. If you're blessed enough to still have these, then call them and say hello. It doesn't have to be a long phone call. It can be just a moment here and a moment there, a FaceTime here, a FaceTime there, a hug here, a hug there. Get a nap. It doesn't have to be, uh, it can be a power nap. It doesn't have to be a long nap. I'm just saying, figure out what it is that fuels your tank and be willing to step away and do it. Make their day as well as yours if you make that phone call. Or do what I do. I love to dance. So I'll turn on the 60s music in my house and just dance around the house. I have a whole um, series or podcast um, of music that I listen to playlist that's what I was looking for <laughs> a playlist and my playlist is called go and that's all my upbeat music that really gets me going and that helps fill my tank sometimes I need something slow and like the calm app or um, a bible verse but other times I need to get the juices flowing so I know what I need when I need it I need to act on it when I do know that and so do you so that was number five. Number six is be true to your wellness vision and live it mindfully and consistently. In the new year, we're going to talk about what mindfulness means. And I, I'm looking forward to that because I do it a little bit differently than what you might have heard in um, in the world around you or read about. But taking time to look at your wellness vision, create that wellness vision and actually look at it and see it. And you've heard me talk about it enough times. So go back and listen to the podcast if you need to get more information on it. But seasons come and seasons go. So I'm not just talking about the holidays with this. I am talking about the holidays, but also about life. Because remember, you can always buy another TV or get another computer, but you're not going to get another chance at life. So staying on track is important. Living well is an everyday thing. So exercise. Give yourself permission to modify your workout if you need to, but don't skip it. And keep the minimum in mind, 150 minutes a week, 30 minutes, five days a week. That's really minimum. So, But keep that in mind. And then nutrition. 
you've got to keep eating just because it's the holidays doesn't mean you're going to change. Maybe you'll change some of what you're eating, but hopefully you'll stay connected to your wellness vision and the nutrition that you set for yourself. Continue eating well to fuel your body for optimal mental and and physical wellness during the holidays. Don't eat or drink your holiday feelings, or you could end up on the naughty list, at least my naughty list. So sleep is another one. Six to eight hours of restorative sleep each night is super important. And of course, listen to my podcast, Unwork Well. So I love the fact that we're working on these things together. Number six. So number seven is, or number six, I'm going to stay on that for a minute just because I want to talk a little more about your immune system. So feeding your immune system. You don't want to be out sick. Um, not this time and not any time. You've got some days off. Don't spend them in bed being sick. So you want to uh, cut down on those days missed from work or school because of an illness. And if you want to do that, you've got to boost your immune system. That's the system that's fighting to keep you well. Feed it well. Immune boosters work in many ways. They increase the number of white blood cells in the immune system army that you're depending on. Train them to fight better and help them form an overall better battle plan against those things that want to come your way and illnesses and all those things, cold and flu this season. And that boosters, um, all those things that can um, help your body and not drag it down through the holidays. So you know you've heard me say, stop eating crap. Carbonated drinks, refined sugars, artificial ingredients, and those ultra-processed foods. It's mostly garbage, and you need less garbage. So more garbage, if you have more garbage, you need a better removal system, and that's where your endocrine system and your immune system and digestive system, they're all working hard to keep you alive. And so don't give them more things, more crap during the holidays than normal, or at the beginning of the year, you're going to start out behind. And that's not what you want. So, and I know that's not what I want, but throughout the year, focusing on what you actually need, food, real food, whole food, colorful, grown, and raw as much as possible. Seven to 13 servings of fruits, vegetables, and berries is what we need every day. In that is going to be the phytonutrients. Those are the fighters that keep those the nutrients going to the cell to keep you strong and healthy. Antioxidants that slow down the oxidative process and that aging process. And also those anti-inflammatories are in all of your vegetables, fruits, and berries. So the anti-inflammatory foods are important to understand. And eating more of them keeps that inflammation factor down in your body with the natural occurring vitamins and minerals that are in whole food nutrition. If you go to wholefoodhealthcoach.com and sign up for our newsletter, you'll get an article where I address this and talk about the food from your grocery store and how you can get more vitamin C and more vitamin K or A or uh, whatever it is you might feel like you need or are low on. But food has what we need if we'll just focus on more of real food. The next thing is hydration. Water, water, water. You know, while conclusive evidence on the role of hydration in the development of, you know, these chilly weather illnesses um, is still to be de determined. There's so much evidence out there that it slows um, that the system um, when we don't have enough 
hydration or we don't have enough water. So evidence does show that proper hydration can help to ward off certain risk factors and also things like high cortisol levels known to raise your chances of getting sick. And in fact, proper hydration can actually lessen or soften cortisol spikes associated with intense exercise. So we want to keep these things in mind. The tall glass of water might not exactly feel warm to your bones on a chilly day. You could also have some tea, some hot tea, but what you're looking for is a half an ounce per pound of body weight. So try things like herbal tea, seltzer water, and switch things up a little bit. I just had a swig of my kombucha, um, but um, we have water here and I focus on how much water I get every day. I have little water glasses and water bottles all over my house and I just sip from them wherever I happen to be seated there's water there. So take away, you know, maybe staying away from more of the juices and then certainly avoiding those sweetened drinks or that high sugar um, sodas as much as you can for good gut bacteria because that healthy gut is looking, um, is pretty important during the holidays as well, making sure that you're eliminating as much sugar as you can and keeping strong nutrients coming into your body as well as the strong hydration that you need. So the other thing is, um, is that's important, at least during this time of year, is some vitamin C. And a lot of people think they need to, you know, go get a tablet or, or swallow a, a vitamin C capsule. And maybe you do, but I'm just saying your body can get a whole lot from the foods that you eat if you focus on the citruses and foods containing the highest levels of vitamin D are, and among them I'll say, are bell peppers, broccoli, dark leafy greens, guava, strawberry, um, kiwi, cantaloupe, and of course, oranges and grapefruit. At this time of year, they're very tasty, but you can also get it in peas and papaya. So there's plenty of foods that you can get your vitamin C from. And vitamin C is good for your body all year long, but especially now as it increases the amount of infection fighting white blood cells and those antibodies that fight against the invaders that want to come our way through bacteria and virus. It's also good for your body's cholesterol. So there's all kind of research out there about how it, um, it helps lower the risk of certain types of cancer. I'm not going to get into all that. But for now, just focus on the real foods that your body actually needs so that you can protect yourself. And then physical fitness. I mentioned this also earlier to keep up your workouts. Maybe you can adjust them if need be. But um, these are important all year long. Work the sweet spot with your workout. So studies show that moderate to intense workouts, maybe like a bike ride or yoga flow, can actually help give your immune system a slight boost and bolster your defenses um, from illness-inducing invaders, like I've been talking about. And there are two sides to this coin. So the same studies that show overexertion um, can also be especially like an especially tough workout can actually muffle your immune system. If you're already not feeling well, still keep up your exercise routine, but just be careful with overexertion. So the takeaway is to make sure that you're moving on a regular basis, which also helps with your cortisol, that stress hormone that we we're talking about, how it elevates over time, and especially when things are 
hectic and stress-filled. So um, we know that cortisol actually depletes your emotional tank, but it also can have an effect on your physical body. So cortisol um, rises due to many different types of physiological stress, be it physical, emotional, or even mental. So studies show that rising levels can suppress your immune system leaving you susceptible to things like cold and flu. So foods with high levels of omega-3 fatty acids are also good. And things like nuts, I recommend almonds and walnuts, seeds, and then of course fatty fish, which is always good all year long. But it can those things can help bring the cortisol levels back to normal. So we're talking real food here. Invaders like viruses and bacteria are to blame for an increase in what is known as C- I'm sorry, um, well, C-reactive proteins, but HSCRP levels. And those are the infections that cause full-body inflammation, where your immune system tries to fight the good fight. And again, those anti-inflammatory foods like avocados, nuts, soybeans, they're all beneficial for maintaining a healthy immune system. So keeping that cortisol in check is body, soul, and spirit related. And during the holidays, it's a good time to focus on the positive things things that you can do for yourself to keep things healthy. So number seven is give, share, help. So research in neuroscience and psychology offers scientific evidence that helping others brings happiness to us. A study at Emory University revealed that helping others actually lit up the same part of our brain as personally receiving an award or rewards or experiencing pleasure. That's pretty amazing. So the one thing that can give life meaning to us is also the one thing that can bring happiness to someone else. So give, share, and help. Number eight, be present. Wherever you are, be there. It's something that we're all guilty of. We're always focused on that what's next, and uh, and we miss what's now. So especially during the holidays, don't just keep adding more things to your list of things to do. Be present wherever you are. People will not remember your gifts, but they will remember your words, your attention, your affection. So build time to sit and talk with the people you love. Make eye contact. Enjoy yourself. Hear the stories. Ask the stories. Get to know those people that you're going to be spending time with and enjoy allowing them to get to know you as well. Number nine, keep the main thing the main thing. Live your life on purpose. Be an on-purpose person. I have a course for parents called On Purpose Parenting that I love to talk about too. But say yes to the right things is really what this means. Keep the main thing the main thing. Do what matters most and spend most of your time and energy on those things. Don't waste time on drama or things that don't really mean much in the scheme of things. Life is short. A healthy lifestyle begins with a healthy mental attitude. You've already heard me say it a number of times. So this year has, in the last several years really, has given us a a lot uh, to talk about. But keep the conversation positive and uplifting as much as it's in your power to do. And it's the gift that keeps on giving. Bring the positive gift to your household, your family, your vacation, your trips away. And to yourself. It's a gift that you can give yourself as well. And the key to managing stress or a 
you know, adapting to change is to protect what truly matters and take care of yourself and those you love. Number 10, live well. And live well, laugh often, love much. You've heard all all of that before. And again, that's why it's not just a holiday thing. It's an all year thing, everyday thing. Enjoy the season, yes. Eat the food, yes, some of it. Decorate, you know, buy gifts, go to parties, learn something new, grow, change, make memories, talk to people, get to know people, enjoy things, love people. That's what it means to live well, body, soul, and spirit. So just as a review here for health on the holidays, give the perfect gift. Just remember that the perfect gift has a whole lot more to do with the time that you spend with the people you love and the traditions that you have with them. And then live within your means. Pace yourself. Refuel and reboot as often as you need to. Fill your emotional tank and know what it takes to fill that tank. Live mindfully. Share, give, help somebody else. Be present. And of course, keep the main thing the main thing. Live well, laugh a lot, love much. You can feel like a million when it's cold and chilly and the wind chills zero. And if you are someone who is always gets sick around this time of year, hopefully you'll put some of those things to practice into practice with you. And also remember that I'm here for you. So tune in every single week. You've been listening to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf, brought to you by the Whole Food Health Coach LLC, where we make your goals our goals and you're never alone on your wellness journey. Remember, if you're new to this program, you can subscribe and stay with me from a week to week, getting well together one week at a time. For information about all of our upcoming virtual events and our individual coaching programs, please go to wholefoodhealthcoach.com. Our coaching is done virtually anywhere in the world. We've got several programs coming up. I Shape Me is one that's December. And then there's Primetime Health and Body Systems and plenty of information for you at that website. Give the gift of health this year. You can wrap me up and give me to your loved ones by way of reminding them about this podcast or inviting them to listen or reach out to wholefoodhealthcoach.com to get more information. I'm Stephanie Wolf, wishing you well, personally and professionally. See you next time live or on your favorite podcast channel. Until then, choose life. Choose life.